now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Alright, welcome back to Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Joined as always by my favorite ghost. We got Nate Christian, Chevin Nooney, and Phil Porkman Simmons. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? We're doing good. We're like uh, Lightning McQueen tonight. Speed. Speed, speed kills. I'm speed. <laughs> Tell you what, that music, it never ceases to not pump me up. That stuff gets me hype every time I listen to it. Mike, you did a good job of finding whoever made that thing. That would be Laird CRTV, and that is courtesy of Garrett Price got that made for us. So shout out to Garrett. Thank you very much. Let me go back and give Garrett a round of applause. But Garrett is no longer with us, and for that, you get that. (laughs) You know who is with us today, gentlemen, in spirit? Jalen Hyatt. Woo! Are we? Do we buy it with Hyatt? That's Uh-oh. what we are. What was? What just happened? Jalen Hyatt running past me <laughs> like that. Do you think Jalen Hyatt could run faster than me? Um, yes. It depends. Which New Balance is he wearing? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a really good question. He got the Fresh Boys on. He might have a chance. He might have a chance. Pictures. I'm actually wearing these today. Take them off. Show your shoe gang. See him. He's right now. Oh, those are oh, not. You're getting, you're getting crushed. You just, they, just, they slide right on, so I go outside, bring in the garbage cans. I don't have to tie anything. I have heard those are really comfortable, though. Slide in, he slide is. out. We're not going to mention the brand, though, because they don't sponsor us. I just did. It's on Amazon. <laughs> if Bezos he's knocking on my Yo, door. Give right me now. a pair. Easy, buddy. Easy, buddy. Sorry, man. The light's reflecting off your head, Bezos. Why don't you calm down? You said two-day delivery. Not even there anymore. Right? Dang. Anyway, let's talk about Jalen Hyatt from the University of Tennessee, the breakout wide receiver of 2022. Did he break out on his own accord, or was it because Cedric Tillman was hurt? That is a question I have, and it is a question that I have not been able to answer yet until I do my full scout on Cedric Tillman, which has begun. But do we buy it with Hyatt? That's the question of the hour. So Nate is going to help us answer that, as is Chev and Pork and myself. I will do the best I can. So let's start with our first segment here, prospect overview. So Jalen Hyatt is listed at six foot, 185 pounds per utsports.com. It's going to be 22 at the time of the draft. He's a four-star recruit and received offers from Clemson, Penn State, Michigan, and Virginia Tech before accepting an offer and enrolling at Tennessee. Let's look at his production review. 29 games in his college career. Jalen Hyatt recorded 108 receptions for a total of 1,769 yards. He averaged 16.4 yards per reception, and he also recorded 19 receiving touchdowns. It is important to note that most of this came in his final season where he recorded 67 of his 108 receptions, 1,267 of his 1,769 yards, and 15 of his 19 touchdowns. So he also averaged 18.9 yards per reception this year. He was awarded the Blitnikoff Award in 2022 for recognition as the best wide receiver in the NCAA. So, look, he has 1,769 yards, so he had 500 yards in two other seasons. Very, very important to note. He just screams, I'm going to be drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. He said Oakland Raiders wrong. (laughs) yeah right (laughs) that is true that is true i'm sorry so pork why don't you hit me with that injury history 
Muted. Muted. Unmute thyself, pork man. My bad. <laughs> so uh, 2020, uh, he played in eight games. There was no injuries reported. Uh, 2021, he played in nine games. Suffered an upper body injury. I couldn't find exactly what ex- uh, exactly it was, but uh, it just said upper body injury. Um, 2022, he started 12 games, um, and the only injury I could find is that he rolled his ankle um, on the right sideline, stepping on the ref. But that that was about it. He uh, hmm. came out for a couple plays and came back in. Um, but other than that, he seemed pretty healthy. But you know, like you said, those first two seasons barely did anything. So. Can't really get hurt sitting on the bench. Yeah, I mean, you want to <laughs> roll your ankle, have a toddler. Plenty of stuff for you to step on. Just exactly. yeah, that's mm-hmm. the fun of college football. You know, the injuries they 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 don't tell us what's going on like it is in the mm-hmm. NFL. It's not like yeah. the major league sports. You know, they they're not required to give us that kind of information. So sometimes all you get is upper yeah. body injury or lower body injury or mm-hmm. leg injury. You know, like hockey. It's very vague, yeah. Yeah, you like, oh, what's wrong with this hockey player? Oh, he has an injury. Yeah, he's got a broken clavicle. Yeah, but they usually, yeah, they usually play through injury anyway. It'd be like a lower body injury. It's like, yeah, his hamstring was torn off the bone all season. <laughs> dude, hockey players broken are tough. Yeah, they, they are. are tough dudes. I would not fight a hockey player. I would, no. but I would lose if I did. So. Would you go into a phone box with a hockey player? Yeah, they got not if they have the stick. Still oh, don't matter. Without that, the stick, you're fighting a hockey player? No, 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 we're going Oh, you can run play. around the phone yeah. booth. Ah. He would just skate around. Um, yeah, I guess so. I'd just be like, hey, what's <laughs> How up? Big is the phone booth. This is the biggest it's phone right. booth I've ever heard of. <laughs> you see those, those red Johns over there in Britain? They're pretty big. All right, so red let's John. talk about his strengths. Bigger so on the what inside, does the right? prospect do well? Nate, I know you got a lot to say about Jalen Hyatt. I don't think all this is going to be positive. So it sounds like you don't buy it. By the way, credit to Bob for do we buy it with Hyatt. But what is one of the strengths that you have for Jalen Hyatt? Speed, man. Speed kills. And we've seen that speed can can win football games in the NFL. Speed does not mean that you're going to be a top wide receiver in the NFL. But speed means potential, means game-breaking ability. It means long touchdowns that can completely flip a game on its head. And we saw Jalen Hyatt consistently this season create big plays with his speed. The deep separation he created with his speed, this is one of the best guys in college football at getting open deep. This is shades of Henry Rugg, Jalen Waddell at Alabama, being able to create that deep separation. Jamison Williams was able to create that deep separation. I, I think that Jalen Hyatt has that ability to create that deep separation. Now, does he check all the other boxes that those other players did? Maybe not, but that deep separation ability, that is elite. There's a reason he scored 15 touchdowns this year. That's a reason he scored so many touchdowns against Alabama. And no matter what happened, he just kept getting open deep and scoring those big touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Nick Saban and Alabama couldn't stop him. Other defenses have problems stopping him. Jalen Hyatt's speed is legit. It is a weapon. It makes him somebody the NFL defenses are going to have to take into account. So that speed it's going to get him drafted pretty highly. Okay. Chev, what are your thoughts there on strengths? Yeah, I mean, speed speed kills in the NFL, and that's what the NFL looks for, man. They want to find that next Tyreek Hill, which is on, almost impossible, man. You can't find that. But I like Jalen Hyatt's hands. It seems like he's a consistent hands catcher. He's not catching the ball with his body most of the time, which I really like. So that's something I really want to – 
focus on because when you go up to get these jump balls, you have to use your hands. You can't just bring it in with your body every single play. And, I mean, it works well for the three routes he runs, it seems like, too. So we'll get to route running later. But <laughs> for those routes, you need to be able to catch with your hands because you got defenders on you pretty closely usually. So it just seems to me that he doesn't have to use his body to catch the ball most of the time. And to me, that's something I really want in a wide receiver. I want to know that I can trust his hands and not just his body catches. Pork, what about you? Um, for me, it's more of the uh, the his strength is the release off the line. Um, he seems to get open uh, pretty quickly um, when he's running slant routes. You know, when you, you need like a quick third and two or you know something quick, so so you can get that first down. Uh, he kind of gets the cornerback's hips leaning to the other side, so he can pretty much manipulate which way he wants to go for, um, for the quarterback to get him the ball quickly. Um, but you know, like me and Chef, you know, he's talking about. If you're just doing them short stuff, you need to do other things when it comes down to the route running. I know we'll get to that part a little bit later. Mm-hmm. All right. And for me, let me get back to it here. <clears throat> I love the way he uh, tracked the ball when it was in the air. And as a deep threat, this is really important. We've seen guys time and time again that they're not very good at it. They don't track it well. They allow the defender to break it up. He doesn't do that. I think he looks great, and it's going to be a huge asset for him in the NFL. Because as Nate's going to touch on, we don't think that there's other parts of his games that are as good. You know, for me, Jalen Hyatt's a guy that what he does good, he does it really well. And what he does bad, he does really bad. So he's going to need some coaching. And to be honest with you, I know that there's some people that are touting him highly. Nate, I'm going to let you touch on that in just a second. But I don't want him as anything more on if it's my NFL team as a wide receiver three right now. He's raw. He needs time. And look, we've seen it time and time again. Either prospect, prospects that are drafted highly, sometimes they still need time too. Trey Lance is a prime example. Injuries aside, he was still very raw coming out of North Dakota State. So let's look at some weaknesses here. Nate, I know you said somebody has him high. I want you to talk yeah. about that a little bit, and then I want you to get in yours what he got. Yeah, so Lance Zerline of NFL.com, who I – have massive respect for he is one of the best scouts out there he's doing panfl.com he's scouting every single position doing write-ups player comps for all of these Mm -hmm. players and really being one of the top uh draft draft nicks in uh the national media so he's doing a great job i always really respect him he always uh you go back and look at his grades they usually do pretty well uh Mm -hmm. he just released his grades today and he has jalen hyatt as his wide receiver one in this draft class wow and, you know, I've been hearing the hype now for a couple months that Jalen Hyatt could be a back end of the first player, you know, and I believe that that's a possibility. I think the speed is there. We've mm-hmm. seen players with speed get drafted in the first round. That is something that NFL teams take into account and value highly. Um, but, you know, I don't think any of us have Jalen Hyatt anywhere near our wide receiver one. Yeah. And, you know, I even read the report by Lance Zerline, you know, it's well-written and he, he, he makes a great case for his strengths and weaknesses, but the problem is you read down that list of strengths and it's everything we mentioned. And that's about it. Yeah. Because the weaknesses, I just feel like are too great to overcome what he does at such an elite level. And, you know, to start getting to those weaknesses, one of them that I think is a big issue is a lack of versatility because uh, with, with Jalen Hyatt's release, you know, a lot of times he was schemed to not play against press coverage. He was moved around a lot of his plays that he gets the ball. He's in motion. So he's already running. He's off motion. 
He's not coming into contact with the cornerbacks off the line of scrimmage. He has room to run. He has room to build up that speed. I don't know if he can do it on his own. We can scheme this guy open. We can get him down the field. He can run a great go route. He can run a great post route and create separation down the field. But outside of that, how are you going to get him the ball short in the intermediate routes? You know, Mm -hmm. if you can't do it through motion, um, you know, is he going to be able to do it? I don't know if that versatility is there. And I also have doubts about his yards after the catchability. So that's another thing that affects his versatility. If he's not given space, is he going to create those yards himself? I have my doubts. And so I think what Jalen Hyatt does, he could be a wide receiver too for an NFL team. But I think that wide receiver two, to be on a team like that and and take on that wide receiver two role, they have to have a strong wide receiver three out of the slot. (laughs) Because I think Jalen Hyatt is going to be not a volume guy, uh, you know, playing the the Z position for a team, but he's going to be on the field stretcher. A team like the Dallas Cowboys could really use a player like Jalen Hyatt to stretch the field and open up things for CD lamb underneath. Uh, let Michael Gallup uh, play a little bit of the X maybe, or bring in someone else uh, to play the X. But I think Jalen Hyatt, or maybe the chargers, you know, they need a field stretcher. We saw what happened to them when they don't have someone to stretch the field and yeah. that NFL defenses can just play them short. It's, it's really easy to contain Justin Herbert at that point. You know, they, they might not, contribute to fantasy points which is why i'm off jalen hyatt in a lot of reasons but as an nfl player jalen hyatt could be very very useful for a team he could really switch up an offense teams have to respect that speed so uh interesting player here for fantasy football and we can keep talking about his weakness as i'll let you guys continue but uh maybe one of those guys that we like to say is an nfl player more than a fantasy player yeah i could definitely definitely see that i think that's really important to note too we always had to remember that some of these guys they're just going to be better for the nfl than fantasy we had to adjust accordingly. Chev and Pork, you guys actually have the same thing. So why don't you just, Chev, you could start alphabetically. We'll just go by that. <laughs> C comes before P. Um, you start and then Pork will roll it right in you. Okay, bud. We'll Pork roll. Shout out to my parents <laughs> for not making my name an S for allowing me to go first this time. Thanks, Pops. Uh, so <laughs> route running for me, there's only three routes that I see him running a lot. It's slant go routes and little post routes, like everything speed wise that you want. My problem, I, I honestly feel his hips pork. They're pretty stiff. In my opinion, he does not look like the most fluid person, but he is fast as crap and he makes it look easy. I still don't think his hips are super flexible at this point. I think I can see a lot of stiffness in his game. And you can see that when somebody is coming up to pressure him, like he gets bumped off his route pretty quickly and it's hard for him to get back on it. Now he can obviously use that speed to make up for it sometimes, but a lot of the times you can see where he just is out of the play and he just gives up sometimes. And I see that a lot too, where he's just lazy. If he knows the ball is not coming to him, he doesn't do very much. He just jogs and uh, it's not coming to me, whatever, which, you know, I don't run as fast as he does, and I don't run as far as he does. So that could be why. He's like, damn, I'm tired. I don't want to run again if he knows he's not getting it. But that's what I see. I just see stiffness in his game. And I think once bigger, faster NFL players are covering him, they're going to realize, like, yeah, you know, this guy, he can't hang with me physically. If I can just bully him a little bit, and there are some cornerbacks that will do that, he's going to be in a little bit of trouble trying to run these short routes. And I see a lot that he can improve. And, you know, he has the speed, which a lot of people don't have. There is potential for him. Like, if he fixes some route running, like there's there's a lot of potential. He's got to get some weight on his bones. But I still 
I need to see more out of his route running. I just didn't see enough to make me really excited that he's going to be versatile in between, in between the white lines. Like I don't see that. And, you know, it just doesn't seem to me that he's not physically ready in my opinion, to make that change. And I, I saw a stat. I don't know if this is completely true, but 90% of his time he was in the slot, which they proves Nate, like he's not on the line. He's not looking to get bullied. They're putting him in situations where they want him to be free. And that, that worries me a little bit because physically I am not seeing what I want to see route running wise. It's a pork. You want to add anything to that there? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, like with the physicality, he's what one eighty five, six foot one eighty five. It's 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 not there to begin with. But when when we talk about the route running, you know, we talk. We always make the jokes about the stiff hips. We want our receivers to have loose hips. And when he's at the release, he's real kind of smooth with his footwork. But after that, when he gets to the stem, if he got to do an out or an in, his he's just not fluid enough to for the next level and that's what we we need somebody to be more fluid and get open he already got the hands he got the speed but again if he's in a situation in college in tennessee where they're not preaching route running um they they're only looking for what's going to help the team and not help him so if he's going to be a one-trick pony okay we just want you to run street run the post that's all he wants you to do today I can't be so be so much mad at him. He has the potential. He has the speed, but with them hips, them hips are, are stiff as crap. He gotta he gotta figure something out with that because you, you you need you need you need them loose hips to get open and and you know do that intermediate stuff. But you know, like Nate said, this is the perfect situation where we we may like him as a prospect because of the speed, but this looks this is screaming to me with one year of production. A uh, a better for NFL than fantasy. Eleven touchdowns in four games. Like, can you imagine going on that kind of run? Like that to me is insane. That's got to be awesome feeling. I'll tell you that. How Christian Watson esque of him, which is, <laughs> he did last year with the Packers. I mean, there you go. For me, I'm really concerned about his physicality. You know, and it, like you guys were saying before, some of these guys they know. These, these corners that aren't as fast, they know how to be savvy. They know how to get in a wide receiver's head, especially if a guy happens to be a diva. You know what I mean? I've seen Odell Beckham fight a fan on the sideline. Not a not a New York Giants fan, but an actual fan that was trying to move air. Um, so we've seen it. They'll jam him at the line. They'll they'll trash talk him. They don't care. They'll, they'll do whatever they have to do to throw him off his game. And you know what? Between the white lines, man. I do not see him being the type of guy that's going to get in anybody's face. He's not going to impose his will on anybody. I actually have some concerns about separation too on routes that aren't just a streak route going down the field, waiting for a bomb. And you know, at that, at the catch point too, I don't see him being the type of guy that's going to go up and snatch it out of a defender's hands. I think he's just going to yeah. get pushed out of the way and he's going to just walk back to the sideline to be honest with you. So I have some questions about that. You know, one thing that we were always taught when we played football, it's like that guy's bigger than me. So hit him. Hit him in Make the him mouth. smaller than you. Hit him right in the mouth. That's right. Make them regret stepping foot on the field with you tonight. That's what our coaches always said. 
we won like two games the whole time. <laughs> it, it didn't work, but we tried our best. We tried our best. Respect. So let's move on. Let's talk about some analytics provided by our very own Nate Christian. We all love you, Nate. Takes every single inch of it. That's, that's me taking every inch, man. <laughs> taking every inch. Uh, so once again, you know, shout out to campuscan.com. You know, I'm using those tools uh, for these college players. I think they do a great job over there. Uh, we, we did talk about the 18.9 yards per catch. Uh, f- very impressive. For guys with 50 receptions or more, uh, that is the 40th since 2005 for a season. Uh, you know, just this year he was dominant down the field. And, you know, those stats back it up. You know, there's some really big names in that top 40 there. Um, also, per team pass attempt, 3.5% of team pass attempts were a touchdown to Jalen Hyatt. I know that sounds like a low number. No less than four percent, but when you're talking about how many times you throw the ball throughout a season, especially a team like Tennessee, you know he he did have those 15 touchdowns. He was leading that receiver core with those touchdowns. They were going to him when they need big plays. Uh, as we went over the stats, you know, 67 receptions this final year, uh, 12 over 1,200 receiving yards, and those 15 touchdowns that led him to a dominator rating of 37.6 percent, which is 78th percentile, and. Going back to the 18.9 yards per reception, really good. As I said, top 40 for players with 50-plus receptions. Also, just from a straight baseline number, that is 90th percentile for all recruits coming into the NFL. So, you know, he is truly a field stretcher. The numbers back that up. The film backs it up. That's what this guy does well. Yeah. All right. Cool. Some good analytics stuff. I'm still concerned about that one season of production, to be honest with you. And I know we're going to, when we do talk at least about it's his third season, it's not like his fourth or fifth season. That's true. Yeah, right. that's gonna be it's still question. an early declare. So it's going to be a question with Cedric Tillman. Why did it take you so long to break out? You're a fifth year senior, all that good stuff, blah, blah. We're going to talk about him another time. Yeah, who I kind of like a little bit. So let's look at his realistic NFL and fantasy outlook. He is listed as a fringe first and second round pick in the NFL draft via mock draft database.com. But listen, Hey, you know what? If Tyquan Thornton got second round draft capital and uh, the bears took Velas Jones, you know what? If Jalen Hyatt goes high, I say, bye. I say, you know what? If I'm throwing a late second round pick at him early third, I'll grab him and I'll throw him on my taxi. I'm not going to draft him in a position of need. However, if he's a luxury pick for you, you have a good wide receiver room and you have the room to let him develop, I'm completely fine with that because he has a really high ceiling and he's a dangerously low floor, in my yeah. opinion. I yeah. think Jalen Hyatt is a fantastic best ball player, to be honest with you. Right now, given his skill set, if this was a best ball league, sign me up for some Jalen Hyatt, man. Seriously. Yeah. But I just think you're letting yourself open for some disappointment. I would rather take a shot on Jaden Reed later on, maybe even a Mitchell Tinsley. Parker Washington, guys like that. So, Nate, let's kick it to you. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think Jalen Hyatt, he's a talented player, and we talked about the big plays that he can create. Um, but I think fantasy football-wise, I'm looking at this guy in kind of the same category as I'm looking at Gabe Davis. Um, you know, looking at how Will Fuller played. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hopefully he's not nearly as injured as Will Fuller. But yeah. – He's one of those boomer bust guys. And we're going to have some weeks where we see Jalen Hyatt put up 20, 30 points because he's going to have, you know, five receptions for 130 yards and maybe two touchdowns. Um, Maybe he's Marquez Valdez scaling with those kind of, you know, boom bust weeks. But I think that's the guy we're looking at. And I think it's not necessarily a 
um, because of his talent, I think it's because of how he's going to be used. Mm. So uh, while I do like Jalen Hyatt and the potential that he brings with that speed, I just think he's a little limited. Um, if he can figure that stuff out, if he can become a great route runner, hey, the sky's the limit for Jalen Hyatt. But what we're looking at in the film right now without the you know projected development, he's a field stretcher, and I think mm-hmm. that's really all he is. He does it really, really well, though. So this is a guy I'm still going to consider in the second half of the second round because uh, I do think he will get good draft capital. Um, I'm, I'm willing to pick up this value if it falls. Shev, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. I mean, Nate picked him up 210 the other day, and you're getting a guy that 210, like you're probably not expecting a whole lot from the beginning, but he has that ceiling, like you said. The floor, obviously, it could fall out from under him, but – there's plenty of good things to like about his game. There's also things to not like, but that's why you go to the NFL. You're going to learn a lot from guys that have been doing it for a long time. You got your coaches that have been doing it for a long time. Like there's things that you can learn. And with that speed, you can't teach that. So he has a good shot to be able to be a field stretcher could be better for the NFL, but I think there's, I think there's a good shot for him. If he can learn how to, Get them hips flexible and just have good, crisp route running, man. I just, that's just key for him. For me, I think I would rather take him like in the third round in the NFL, but we know speed is going to get him up there higher. Yeah. So that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look at Jalen Hyatt and sorry, I, I forgot what I was going to say. I was so ready to say something. <laughs> I had it. I had it. Mike, you got to go ahead and let yeah. me I thought I was the guy that brain farted here, but (laughs) come back to me just one second. I'll play his boss put some fire real quick. I'm about to get ready. Get ready. Give us your let's briefly go with your closing thoughts because Nate's gonna collect himself in the corner up there and then he's gonna be ready. (laughs) All right. So I think Jalen Hyde, um, I know we've talked about this already, but I think he's probably at this point as a prospect is more NFL ready than fantasy ready. But like, like chef said, if he's, if he's able to fix those uh, route running intermediate um, and, uh, and that short stuff, I think that he can be able to, to, to be something. He has that talent, but that, that one year production is screaming bust to me It's screaming. Like he's not going to do much, but I, I kind of want to get a guy a chance just because speed kills in the league. And if you get the ball in your hand, you can go, uh, I'll take all of that. So I think, you know, where that second half, that second round of the rookie drafts, I think that, that's why I will be willing to go at right now um, until I see some stuff maybe at the combine that might, that's something that he can work at when he goes to the combine and you can see them a little route running things. Now, if you kind of see the same stuff that we've seen on in, in regular game film than the combine, then it's probably going to be back at that second round. Do you have it, Nate? I have it. I have it. So you guys remember in the 2020 season, um, right before the season, the Cardinals picked up DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice trade there. You know, it was they fleeced the Texans. And uh, Will Fuller became the wide receiver one there while he was healthy for the first half of that season. And I don't make – if you guys remember like week one, Will Fuller comes out, has like 12 targets, catches like nine receptions for like 80 yards or something like that. You know, we mentioned Will Fuller earlier with a uh, Jalen Hyatt comp. If Jalen Hyatt gets volume, 
I think there's a lot more fun there for fantasy football. I, I don't think hands. that's yeah. I don't think that's the role he's going to get at the next level. Yeah. But if he finds himself in a wide receiver room that is a high passing offense that needs a wide receiver too, or if there was any chance of him to push himself into that one wide receiver one A one B position, then there's there's a lot of upside with Jalen Hyatt. Man, we saw it when Will Fuller was healthy that season and he was the wide receiver one. He was able to take on that larger target role. Mm-hmm. He's less efficient in it. And that's what I wonder with Jalen Hyatt. Can he be efficient if he has that volume? Lots of question marks for me, but you know, I do think the potential is there. Yep. All right. So that is going to be it. And we do somewhat buy it for Hyatt if the price is right. It's all about price here at the Dinosaur Rewind. So we're going to wrap it up there. I want to say if you want to hear about or look at all of our great sponsors, which is Underdog, SeatGeek, and Dr. Squatch, go ahead and check the link in the description. And if you guys could do us all a favor, if you go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review, that'd be great. Why does that help? Glad you asked. Help people find us, which means we can do more to make this a better product for you. Don't forget about Patreon, now offering a 10% discount for memberships. If you sign up for a year, 10% off. It's basically getting a month for free. You could DM me anytime you want, and I will probably respond as soon as I can. I do sleep sometimes, too. So, until next time, everybody. For Chev, Pork, and Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.